Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mertland? You know, hustling. Hustling every day. What you doing? I'm, um, I'm living the dream. I gotta you, tell you, I'm just living the dream. I mean, it is so I don't so see an fun. island in the background there. An island? Don't you want to be like by the water? Yeah, I should. I should. Instead I don't think this- the Ohio River counts as like serenity now when it comes to water. No, no, it definitely doesn't. (laughs) Do you want to live by the beach sometime? Is that like your goal? What's your goal? No, I don't like the beach. I'm a city girl. You're a city girl. You live in a big, where, so you'll retire to a big city or what will you do? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I want to have a place. Where do you want to go? Um, I don't want to go like anywhere specific, but like travel around and stay in some place for a few months and then go to another place for a few months. Owning is, it's a lot. Yeah. It's like shackles. Yes. I don't want to be shackled. You can't keep me in a box. Nobody's holding Jim Mertland down. (laughs) All right, you guys, thanks for joining us. We love having you tune in all the time. Thank you so much for subscribing and being a part of our Real Estate Fight Club nation. Boom. Today, Jen and I- Is it a nation? But, oh, the nation, I'm thinking national, but we're international, girl. We're international, but we are the real estate nation. nation. I got you now. Correct. Mm -hmm. You're right. We're international. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this one. Should your buyer write offers on multiple houses at the same time? In other words, should they be, you know. Like caveat, we know they're not like allowed to, quote unquote, but like, should they be allowed to? Right. So what you're, what, what we're going to talk about today is if, if you were allowed to kind of play the field in that way, right. Should you be able to, yeah, it's good about that. What's not good about that. I think you should. Of course you do. Why? I feel like that's rude. You said it in a rude tone. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a bad thing. No, it's just, that's just your hustle. Like, yeah, let's put offers in on three houses and see which one's best. I mean, okay, so the argument is going to be, I already know, it's going to be, well, what if you get all of them accepted? So here, okay, blah, 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 right? But like, there's gotta be some type of wording in there that like somebody can come up with, an attorney or whatever can come up with that it's like, we're putting in offers on multiple homes and like whoever gets back to us first is like the accepted one or whatever it is. Right. But it's like, I feel like it'll, it evens the playing field. Okay. So first of all, in a different market, maybe in this market, do you think that would fly with a seller? They'd be like, see ya. Maybe not. Maybe they would feel like some type of sense of urgency. Oh, like sort of when you're going to break up with your boyfriend anyway, and then the boyfriend breaks up with you first and you're like, wait, I love right, you. Exactly. What? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Maybe, but I think too, like, it's not, so it's like, normally I'm a listing agent. So like this market is, I, I still don't like it, but like, I think that 
especially in this market, it allows buyers for like some control, right? Because right now, if you go look at a house, let's say you look at it on a Thursday, some agents are saying, we're not looking at offers until Sunday, but what, like, you know what I mean? It's insane, but they've got to move in a month. Well, if they find another house, they can rescind that offer. Yeah. But maybe that house isn't looking at offers until Sunday either. Yeah. Well, this is the reality. Life's not fair. Buying houses isn't fair. It's hard. Well, in this market. Okay. It's hard all the time. And (laughs) we're not talking about fairness. I agree with you. Like the second you learn life's not fair, like, yeah. Right. But the question is, that's not what we're talking about. We're not saying, is it fair or unfair to be able to put in multiple offers, to be able to put in offers on multiple homes? We're saying, does it make sense that they should be able to do that? If listing, if listers can take multiple offers, why can't buyers put in multiple offers? Well, the challenge with that from my seat in the stands, my seat on the podcast is this. Buying a house is hard. It's hard to get through it. There are a lot of hurdles. You have to be invested in the house, I think, to make it through all of the steps the inspection, the freaking, all the documents you got to get to the lender. Like this isn't an easy road. No. And if you, if you have buyers that are sort of not attached, like, yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and see if this one sticks. And yeah, sure. We'll go ahead and see. And this one sticks. I just think you're not doing the client a service by allowing them to not say, this is the one for sure. We want it. We want to go all in. I just think you're a better I understand negotiator. what you're saying. And I agree with you on like a certain level, right? Like that makes sense. It's an emotional purchase for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I think you can be emotionally vested in more than one house. Uh-oh. Well, this what, is love. what? what? <laughs> well, and you have worked with a lot more investors than I have in my years doing this. And I think for investors, I can see your point. Yeah, right. Like, Lay it all For out. Buyers too, because sometimes like a one house, not one house hits every button, right? Right. So it's like, but so maybe house number one hits three of four buttons and house number two hits two the of other. the same four, mm-hmm. but like also the one that was missing and the like, it's still three out of four. Mm-hmm. So like the emotional investment in the houses are like somewhat equal. They're close enough. But what's really sucky is that you say this is the one or whatever, and you see another one that could be the one. They're both not, they're not both, they're not both not looking at any offers until Sunday and you have to pick, but they're both equally, they'd both be great. So would you, in that case, allow your buyer to submit on both, believing that it would be very unlikely that both would come back without one single change to it? I mean, definitely not. I think you have to have the wording. That's like a pretty big risk. That's a real big risk. I mean, risk. if they would want to take that, that's yeah. fine. But no, I think there needs to be wording in there, right? So, so that you're putting the seller on notice. Hey, look, we have put in offers on multiple homes. We really hope that we get this home and we get this deal together. But we understand like if it, you know, like just know, and we'll let you know if we choose somebody, if we choose a different house and you let us know if you choose another buyer. And like, that's it. You're like a player. Hey, is this how you run your like love life? You're like a player, like those information like that. I got two, I got two dates on Saturday. We'll see which one comes. As long as they both know about each other. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. I think that just, that just sounds stressful and complicated. It's stressful me. and complicated anyway. What's well, the difference? Not, it's it's not as much in if you double the stress and drama. I don't know. I would I would say that yes, maybe it, I mean it definitely adds a little bit more like drama to it for sure. Yeah. But is it only more dramatic because we're not used to it? And that's like the whole thing, right? Like that's the whole thing about real estate in general. We're used to running this process for the last like hundred years, mm-hmm. but we have to look at some of them and be like, does this make sense any longer? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, let's flip the switch on it a little bit and say, let's say it's not a market like we're in right now. Cause clearly you're not, you're very rarely going to find two houses at the same time that you would bid on probably it's right. just so few, but let's say that it is a flip market. That it is a buyer's market. And that would that work in that scenario a little mm-hmm. better? I think you could say because the sellers would have to reply to your offer Quickly. and get you to say, yeah, I am actually still right. in. But I also think that this should be coupled with what we've talked about before about earnest money and having maybe some type of non-refundable so that you do have, the buyers have more skin in the game on the house that they are under contract on. Oh yeah. Okay. So just to recap, if you didn't catch that episode, Jen liked the idea of part of the earnest money being non-refundable. It's just part of submitting your well, offer. is trash anyway. It makes nobody. And, and then the other part would be more traditional where you got it back at the end of closing, right? So what you're saying is if we did this, you still would have to submit some sort of non-refundable deposit with your offers. Yeah, I think you would have to. I like that just from a standpoint of it makes the buyers really say like, do you really want to play this game? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe we, yeah, I don't know what the solution is. I just think that the way, I think we need to look and say, is the way that we're doing business, does it still make sense in how we do business? And yeah, like, is there a better, a better way? And I think being able, there are some times that more than one house will work for your situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think you and you just don't to. want your guys to have to choose. You want their fate to be in the hands of the sellers then in that way. Well, they can choose. They have the option to just pick one and let it ride. But sometimes they're under a time crunch or sometimes mm-hmm. two houses will work. But mm-hmm. maybe one of them, I mean, right, it could be anything. There could be a thousand different reasons why two houses work. I just think it opens it up to some struggles as you get through the one house you ended up getting because they're still got their one foot out of it. And like, oh, what if that other house? And yeah, but if they never, so have you ever had a time where you're under contract and they want to go see another house? Oh yes. It just panics me. Like, damn it. Do you show it? No. Okay. No, I say no, if you want to, you know, get out of this contract, if this isn't your house anymore, we need to handle that first. So that's the same thing you're talking about though, right? Like it's the same, like, well, I don't know, maybe. No, it's cheating on your spouse is what it is. (laughs) Let's calm down. You got into a contract. Calm down. I don't show them either. If you want out of the contract, then you get out of the contract. You don't go Mm -hmm. peeping around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not be a party to that. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> but I think it's kind of the same thing, right? So like if you're under contract and there was this other house that you weren't able to go see, you still kind of have like, well, is this the right house? You still have that like one foot out the door, but I feel like this will actually satisfy that. And there is a point where you stop looking, right? Like when you get under contract, like highly recommend cutting off all the portals. I do. <laughs> like <laughs> the, It's the first thing I do when we yes. go under contract. <laughs> like close them down, shut cut them down. Cut the portal down, Inactive. cut them off. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, why not? I don't know. I see what you're saying. It can be like a little bit more dramatic, but I feel like it's dramatic anyway. I just feel like it's still, you know, dating up until the night before your wedding. I just don't, I think you decide. It's not you like that though. Is because this your house? You don't know as the buyer, you have no idea how many other offers were submitted. You have no idea what the seller's thinking. You don't even know if they're going to accept any of the offers or mm-hmm. what they want. I mean, you theoretically, the agents have talked, but sellers change their mind all the time. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, true. you know, you just don't know. And why are you, why are we waiting when we don't, if you don't have to now, what do I think the percentage of time that this would happen? I think it would be very, I don't think it would happen very much, but in the times that it it would happen and does make sense, I feel like it should be an option. I think that's maybe I like the option. You like options for sure. I can see a post right now in your future from a client of yours that said, my agent is so good. Not only did we win one house, I just bought two houses. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jen Martland for you. I mean, if you want two houses, we can find you two. We can do it. We can do it. You know how many people own more than one house? There's so many people. So many people. Not prospecting. just, Just not in the same city, in the same neighborhood at the same time. Right. Probably. Well, I don't know. Some neighborhoods, you're like, dang, it's like incest. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what's going on in here? Yeah, some of the neighborhoods are super weird. All right. I feel like we should go back to our corner. I I need I need a, a drink and a snack. A drink and a snack. <laughs> well, let's take a short break here. A word from our sponsors. And when we return, we will have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Real Estate Fight Club Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring and close it out for our final round. But first, Jen, uh, what, are, what are we doing? Are we taking this out to the streets for a street fight? Or are you doing a tiebreaker? No, What's going on? As you know, <laughs> as you know, many realtors are team Monica. Duh. <laughs> Not because it's right. It's because yeah. they don't like change. No, because it's right. No, because they don't like change. So we do have a tiebreaker. Okay, good. Can't <laughs> wait to hear that one. Good, good. All right. So give me your like main advantage that you think why this is a good idea. What's the main thing? I think having the ability to do it, I'm not saying people should actually do it. I think having the ability to do it would put the buyer's mind at ease to have the option. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it confuses, I think it stirs the waters. I think it confuses 
people, you want them on a track. When they see a house and we've got to write an offer and we've got to go all in, you want all wheels on the track and heart in in it and all of that because how difficult it is to actually get through a negotiation, let alone an inspection, let alone approval for loan, all these things. I just think it's going to be not, it won't take them off the track because when they, the one that they win, they'll be like, they'll say something like it was meant to be. Meant to be. And then it'll be like, wow, I'm so all in now because God has told me that it was meant to be. <laughs> the universe has conspired to give me this. Yes. Which true or not, I mean, you got it. Could be true. It's probably true because that's Could what be happened. True. <sighs> I mean, right. I think like that all the time. I think this is going to have to be the end of today's battle. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I think. All like. right. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go to our Facebook page, Real Estate Fight Club Podcast. Let us know what you think. Have you ever done that? Have you ever allowed a buyer to write two offers? We'd love it's to hear allowed. how that turned out. Huh? I don't even think it's allowed. It's not. Oh, have you done it anyway? <laughs> I mean, do you think everybody, hold on. You think our listeners are all following the rules? It ain't happening. Oh, good point, good point. All right. All right. Also, um, we do, we are on Clubhouse, Real Estate Fight Club at noon Eastern on Thursdays. Come and, you know, yell at us in, in person. It'll be really fun. And of course, if you have any questions about EXB, feel free to call or text me, 513 400 one, six, nine, one. We would love to work with you. All right, Monica. All right. See you next time, Jen. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I'm here with our tiebreaker, Paula Elder. Hey, Paula. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you today? Good. Thanks. Good. So Paula is with the brokerage out of Lexington, Kentucky, and you are the tiebreaker. So here's your question. Should the buyer be able to write an offer on multiple properties? I, in my opinion, no. Why? I, I don't, well, first of all, I feel like that they're saying when they, when they write an offer, they're stating that they can get funding Yeah. for that. House. Right. So if they're, can they get funding for every house they're making offers on? No, but what, what if, and we're, I'm not trying to fight with you, but here, right, right. a little bit. Okay. So like, yep. Right now, especially right now, it feels like the seller can receive like all these offers. And I feel like if your buyer is writing on multiple houses, there's got to be some kind of language in there that we can put, right? So that they don't end up, they can't buy 20 houses, right? But would it create some sense of urgency in the seller to be like, oh, well, they like, they like a lot of houses and we want them to buy ours. Do you think, or do you think it would backfire? Right. Well, I think that could backfire because, and also don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to, to sellers to do that because what if you submit an offer to two days, you know, you've got two different days, even if, if you, if you submit two offers and a seller has somebody else come in yeah. and, and, and there's another offer that's equal to, or not quite as good or just a little better. And you turn that down mm-hmm. and then. And then even if the, even if the buyer has some earnest money that they're willing to lose, well, that's, you know, I guess industry standards, 1%. So if you have a house that, and they've only got a thousand dollars to lose, but they like this other one a lot better. Is that really fair to the sellers to take their house or, or to, 
take their house off the market. You know, you're supposed to market pending right away or contingent with. Well, that's like a whole nother podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But, but now I don't really think it's fair to the sellers. And, and I think that you're really rep- misrepresenting yourself in the con- contract. If you're stating you can buy all those houses, if you write four and you can only buy one of them, well, mm-hmm. you're not really proceeding in good faith, in my opinion. I mean, I see your point, <laughs> but you know. That's okay. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. The buyers are getting, they're getting beaten up right yeah. now. I'd love it if they, I'd love it if we didn't have to wait for releases and all that, but I just don't think it's, it. You think it's it really turning to like the wild west too much. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. I get your point. I mean, it's, you know, it, we can always see all sides of the issue, right? It's sure. just kind of like, who sure. are we representing? And that's, that's whose side we take. <laughs> yeah. Abs- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 1000%. I'm for my client. Whoever, whatever it is, I'm for my client. Yeah, exactly. Well, I really appreciate you being on and being our tiebreaker. If people have a referral for you in Lexington, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Well, they can email me at plder1, and that's P E L D E R number one at me.com, or call me at 859 806 7550. Awesome. Thank you. Great, great. Thanks, Jennifer. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.